0: Alright, week four of our mass media class. I'm back with you for my podcast assignment for this week and our topic is video games. So, do you think video games, violence in video games, ensures violence in people? I do not think it ensures violence in people. I think that There's a potential of violence arising for someone who plays too many violent video games. There's always the possibility that you can relate violence in the video games and, you know, disassociate from real life and become too enthralled in the video game that you are partaking in and, you know, start doing outlandish things in your real life because you are taking that video game as a reality but i find oftentimes a lot of the people i know that play video games i play a lot of video games myself is that i i and many of these people use the video games as an escape from reality rather than um you know having the video game become our reality and seep back into our real lives and making us, you know, violent. So I just think that, you know, saying that these video games ensure violence in people is a little, you know, far-fetched. So uh, first and foremost, yeah, I do not think that video games ensures violence in people. Um, let's go a little bit further on our video game topic. Uh, Like I said, a lot of people I know use video games as an escape. Um, And it's just something, you know, you can have control over. You know, a lot of everyone wants to have control over their own life and, uh, you know, just anything that they are partaking in or observing. You want to feel as if you have control. I mean, for instance, I'm recording this on Sunday and the Eagles lost today and you know as huge sport fans we want to think that we have some sort of control over our team winning or not I wasn't able to watch the game today I had to work um so you know as a fan I'm thinking oh no like I didn't have I didn't do my due diligence to watch the game and that's the reason they lost when in reality that's not there's no reason I have nothing to do with the game but you know, I can only control what I can control. So I feel a certain type of way. There's a cause and effect relationship to having control over things and how it makes me feel. So in the case of video games, um, that cause and effect relationship can be really beneficial. Uh, It can be, you know, instant gratification. You know, I'm playing a video game against someone, I won, I feel the instant gratification of winning. So I play all different types of video games, I actually, I don't play that many different types, I play, uh, you know, different games. They're mostly all the ones I play would probably classify under multiplayer online arenas such as Overwatch was our, the example our our book gave um, not massively multiplayer online RPGs, role-playing games, uh, which is like World of Warcraft and, you know, those types of things where you have, like, one specific avatar and you're constantly... You log in as that avatar and, you know, roam around the world. So not anything particularly like that, but the... The online arena games uh, are awesome, there's this game called Apex Legends that is very fun where there's a bunch of different class of characters and uh, so these multiplayer online arena games, uh, in them there's this specific type, there's this subcategory called Battle Royales, so a Battle Royale game would be Fortnite or Apex Legends or... Um, Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone is another big one so This video game this specific type battle royales. They will drop a hundred people Onto an island pretty much and on that island if you are the last Person or team to survive you will win the game So these games can be very lengthy and there can be very little action in them at times so at the beginning of the game you're basically looting you're collecting all the loot to ensure that you have the best armor and guns to win the game for yourself and then as the game goes on uh there will be like a, a storm or a circle that inches you closer and closer to the center a center point so if you don't move more centrally on the island you will receive damage so you must you know the circle gets smaller and smaller so Obviously, you're going to start to encounter more and more teams. Uh, you engage in combat. You either win or, or you don't. Most of the time you don't it can be very frustrating uh, because like I said, there's a hundred in Warzone, there's uh, 150 people. And even when you die, your teammates can buy you back or you can go. You go to like, it's called the Gulag, where you battle someone else to stay alive. Uh, that also died so yeah there's uh battle royales are a fun game there's also in multiplayer online arenas um uh, fifa is the soccer video game that i play that's wildly popular um 2k is the NBA video game it's wildly popular madden i don't play 2k or madden very much um rocket league is car soccer very fun. I like that game a lot. You can fly around, there's boost boost pads so you can fly around and use them to gain speed and try to, you know, use kick the ball with your car into the other team's goal. Um, the one I've been playing most recently is called Rogue Company, which is very fun. It's like 4v, 4v4 uh, skirmish type game. And like Overwatch and Apex Legends, there are different characters that have different special abilities. Maybe there will be some that, you know, provide intel to where the other team is located, or there's some characters that will have like a specific power up that helps you, you know, get kills more easily, or maybe it helps you run faster, or heals your teammates, you know, anything strategic that could help your team when uh you and your teammates shouldn't all be the same type of characters yada 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 this that in the forest strategy strategy for these types of games but uh yeah those are just the different types of games that i play and uh just to reiterate you know the the original topic um a lot of these games that I do play are shooters and I don't think that these video games that have violence in them ensure any type of violence uh in me in my everyday life uh, I wouldn't say that I'm a violent person I oftentimes try to defuse confrontation whenever I see it uh it's just sort of my personality to try to you know get people to you know agree and get on the same page rather than uh you know, being confrontational, uh, I think. Being confrontational, it can be good because it can help you solve problems. But, you know, to hold those kinds of grudges and to let it, you know, elevate to violence is, you know, we're all adults listening to this. So, I mean, we all know that, you know, violence just isn't the answer. I mean, you know how many pointless wars, we all know how many pointless wars have been fought over you know, centuries. And I mean, you know, my dad tells me all the time his his generation was drafted into the Vietnam War and, you know, people in his generation died for no reason. And it's just something that, violence is just something that we should avoid at all costs and try to use our evolved minds. I mean, humans are the apex. Predators of the world so we should collaborate I don't know that's sort of a bad example I'm going off on a tangent here but we should avoid violence at all costs uh pretty much and I don't think that video games ensures uh any violence in me and in most cases others but there's always outliers so you never know but um thanks for listening Looking forward to doing maybe one or two more of these. I uh, hope everyone else has been enjoying the assignment uh, as much as I have. I think Professor Crawford is doing a great job and I'm enjoying our textbook also. Um, it's doing a good job of you know, teaching us the history of mass media. And uh, I think we're doing a good job with these podcasts, all uh, trying to get it to apply to you know modern day and our specific lives. So everyone keep up the good work.